On this episode, I'm going to talk to you about how condo investing solves the three biggest problems that most landlords face. Stay tuned. Welcome to the True Condos Podcast with Andrew LaFleur, the place to get the truth on the Toronto condo market and condo investing in Toronto. Hi, welcome back to the show. Thanks again for listening in, tuning in, and subscribing to this show. If you haven't already, make sure you do subscribe. If you're on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts, make sure you hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you are not already, please, please, please make sure you are getting my weekly email updates on all things condo market in Toronto and beyond. Just go to truecondos.com and sign up anywhere and you will become a subscriber. You will get those weekly email updates and I promise you, you will get a lot of value from that if you're interested in condo investing. So as I said on this episode, I want to talk about the three biggest problems that landlords face and how condo investing can help to solve them. Uh, reason for this podcast, inspiration for this podcast was I was at a, had a chance to be at a mini conference over the weekend for landlords. This was put on by the Ontario Landlords Watch Group. Uh, there are a... Um, a group of landlords, uh, Facebook, there's a group on Facebook you can join. If you're an investor, if you're a landlord, you can be part of it as well. I've been part of this group for about a year. Um, got a lot of value from it. It's just a great resource if you are uh, an investor, a landlord. It's a good, good group to be a part of. I'll include a l- link to that Facebook group in the show notes for this episode, which you can find for this episode and any episode, truecondos.com slash podcast, or potentially if you're using um, an Apple device right now and listening to this, you can uh, pull up the link right on your phone or device and go to check it out from there. So anyways, um, that's a plug for, for them if you want to be part of that group. So there was a mini conference put on by this group for landlords, um, investors, and I had the chance to be at the event yesterday and a chance to actually participate as one of the speakers on a panel discussion um, as well sort of coming at it as the uh, condo representative. Most people in the in the room are investors, not in condos, but in apartment buildings uh, and and uh, single-family homes in across Ontario, mostly uh, southern Ontario. So, you know, it's uh, it's always interesting being, being in a group like that where most people are traditional sort of real estate investors in houses and apartments. Um, the type of issues and problems and, and challenges that they face as landlords are um, enough to just make you want to run the other way, to be honest, uh, dealing with the, with the stuff that you have to deal with as, as a landlord in most types of properties is pretty scary stuff. Um, but the beauty of condo investing, as I've always said, is it's very different from investing in traditional uh, properties in Ontario, especially when you're buying condos in downtown Toronto. It's just a totally different type of experience as an investor, as the landlord. So there's three big problems that I sort of observed at this conference, but not just at the conference, but elsewhere. And and three sort of key issues that, you know, if you're a landlord, these are the three things that you're most afraid of, the most that keep you up at night, uh, that, uh, you know, cause you to stop and think, um, cause you to lose sleep or whatever it may be. Those three things that I see it are number one is your tenant not paying you rent. Just they stop paying you rent. That's probably the biggest fear is, is you're giving someone your property that you have to pay for. And the 
the bank doesn't let you stop paying. You have to, of course, keep paying all your bills. And the tenant, what if the tenant stops paying you rent? It's number one. Number two is your tenants trash the property. Your tenants damage the property. They don't take care of the property. Um, and they cause damages to the property or to what's inside, you know, the, the appliances and everything inside the property. And number three is issues, uh, problem, the challenge around property maintenance and upkeep. So just having to, uh, you know, get that phone call. My roof is leaking, you know, Mr. Landlord, Hey, my roof is leaking or whatever it might be. My basement's leaking or, you know, whatever it is, there's a million things uh, that's, you know, under the category of property maintenance and upkeep. So those are the three big problems. I think there's many other things, of course, that can come up when you're owning uh, real estate as an investment, when you are a landlord. There's other things that, of course, you that you can face. But these are, I think, the three biggest things, the biggest worries that most people have. And that maybe if you're not an investor yet, these are the things that may be holding you back. You're worried about these things happening. So I want to talk about how, as I said, condo investing can actually solve these three problems. So number one, not paying rent. So this was a big theme at the conference and any type of conference like this. It's how do you deal with tenants who are not paying rent? How do you get them kicked out um, to, to get a new tenant in there that is going to pay you rent, that is going to pay up? Um, and talking about, you know, small claims court and dealing with the landlord tenant bureau and, and just uh, board and, and the... This the arduous process and how it's so weighted in favor of the tenant in terms of if your tenant stops paying rent to, to be able to actually get them out of there. It's, a, it's not like you can do it overnight. It, it takes uh, quite a bit of time and you have to go through the system and it's a major pain to deal with. Um, and obviously it's very stressful if you're sitting there as a landlord with this property paying your mortgage and all your bills and the tenant is just sitting in there the deadbeat tenant is just sitting in there not paying you for that service you're giving them. It's a terrible situation, obviously. Now, how do condos address this? Well, when you're dealing with condos, especially downtown Toronto, compared to most property types across southern Ontario and, you know, across Ontario, you're dealing with, in most cases, a much higher quality tenant. Okay, you're the average. Just look at the average rents. I mean, a lot of these properties, like you know, small towns and small cities across Ontario, you're dealing with people who are paying rents. You know, eight hundred bucks a month, a thousand bucks a month, twelve hundred bucks a month. Well, when you're dealing with condos, and the average rent of a downtown condo is twenty five hundred dollars a month. I mean, that eliminates a lot of people right off the bat who just could never afford to rent that property from you. So um, the type of person that is able to qualify and is able to rent a property for 2,500 bucks a month, they have to be earning a certain salary. To get that certain salary, they have to have certain jobs, certain qualifications um, to reach that point. If they've reached that point in their life where they're able to afford 2,500 bucks a month, on average, Again, it doesn't guarantee anything. You, you can still get deadbeat tenants in, you know, in the high-end range of things, but it, it greatly increases the likelihood that that is going to be a quality tenant who will pay you your rent every month. Um, there's a correlation, in other words, between the higher the rent that you're charging and the, um, the level of delinquency that 
the, or the lack of delinquency that occurs. So um, again, condo investing versus investing in um, other properties across Ontario, much higher average rents gives you much higher quality tenants. That's the first thing. So when you get a higher quality tenant, they're much more likely to uh, be that, be high quality, meaning they're going to pay their rent and pay it on time. Uh, number two problem that landlords are facing, and a lot of people were talking about this conference and something that um, I have never faced. And again, I've never faced any of these issues with um, uh, to any to any major degree with uh, any of my condo properties and same with, with my clients as well. So number two is tr- that damaging the property, trashing, so trashing your place. That's obviously not something that anybody would want to happen. But again, that is also tied into um, tied into the first point, which is you're getting much higher quality tenants. When somebody's paying average twenty five hundred bucks a month, when they're making an average eighty thousand dollars a year, um, they're working a lot. They are not. They're not sitting around, uh, you know, smoking weed all day and playing video games. Like the type of tenant that is able to pay you is is the professional tenant that you know that we're all seeking as landlords somebody who's working a lot and if you're working a lot you just don't have time to uh you know to sort of get yourself in trouble and throw wild parties and and trash uh you know the home that you live in you're most likely concerned with things like making your you know bettering your life progressing up the corporate ladder um and just focusing on whether it's work or study or whatever it is that you're doing. And it's, again, it's, it's not a guarantee of anything, but it just increases the likelihood when you're, when you're renting to a young professional who is starting their career, they're looking to, to move up in the world. They're looking to, um, better themselves, you know, get that promotion at work, um, find that partner, get married, get, you know, have, have a kid, you know, whatever it might be. If you, if they have that first kid, you know, be in good financial position to to move from that rental and buy their first place. You know, those are the kinds of things that 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 people are thinking about. They're not these are not deadbeat tenants sitting around, you know, trashing trashing the properties. And there's just so many horror stories at this conference of you know of people just destroying properties. And again, I mean, are these people paying twenty five three thousand bucks a month? No, like uh, the consistent thread with all these horror stories of these tenants not every time, but most of the time, is they're all paying a very low rent. And if they're paying a low rent, they have a, a they have very low income. They have low income, you know, they're not, uh, they're not likely to be goal-oriented people looking to move up in the world and, and uh, you know, looking to make themselves and people around them better. Uh, so that is the second issue. Uh, so first one, not paying rent. Second one, you know, property damage, trashing the place. Again, the quality of tenants you're going to deal and mitigate a lot of those issues when you're talking about uh, investing in condos versus uh, investing in most other types of real estate. And number three is uh, property issues, maintenance and upkeep. Again, um, you're buying a condo. What is there to maintain? What is there to upkeep? What repairs do you have to do? Most of the time, nothing. That's, again, the beauty of investing in condos versus buying 
houses and apartments and things like that. Um, you know, unless you're going out and buying brand new homes, brand new uh, apartment buildings, like it doesn't exist. Like you're buying anything in the city of Toronto and Southern Ontario. It's all old. It's old stuff. It's, it's 30, 40, 50 in Toronto. It's a hundred, 120 years old. These are old properties. There's always work and stuff that has to be done. My, I always go back to this, but you know, most of my investment properties are condos. I have one property that is not a condo. It's a house. It's a house in Toronto on the Danforth. It's 90 years old. The thing is, you know, I'm going to hold on to it. Like it's, I think it's a great long-term asset to have, so I'm not going to sell it, but it's the biggest pain in my butt. It's, it's so much more work. Um, any issues I have with, with, anything it's it's always related to any of my properties it's always this one my condos i never have to think about just pay the just cash the checks every month and pray that the tenants will move out so i can increase the rents but my house on the other hand um again it's just it's a money pit there's always something that has to be done um currently i'm looking at a five thousand dollars of new tiles that have to be replaced in this house in the kitchen and and uh, entrance area I'm looking at five to ten thousand um, dollars on a new porch that has to go in because the thing is ninety years old and it's really starting to fall apart and it's just at the point where it, it can't be, uh, you know, it can't be just touched up. It needs a it needs to be replaced. Um, you know, had some water damage in the basement recently. Had to had to dump some money into that. I mean, the list goes on and on. Like it's just it's an endless list. I mean, let's face it. Like it's just, there's always something else. Like you, you, you have to have a budget for maintenance and repairs when you own a property that is not a condo. Uh, when you own a condo, you can get away for years and years and years without putting a dime into it. And that is totally, completely normal. Um, that, you know, it's not the exception to the rule. It, you know, it is the rule. Uh, the exception to the rule is if you do actually have to put money into a condo and, and, uh, and actually have to do some work. So that's how condos for me, I mean, again, it's, it's, it's much more of a passive investment than an active investment. When I hear again, all these horror stories of dealing with all these tenants and these, uh, typical, you know, apartments and duplexes and triplexes and things like that. Um, I'm just, all these problems are just foreign to me. Like I don't have any of these issues um, in my condos. And I just think if more and more investors out there realize how great and how easy and the quality of tenants that you get when you're buying condos, especially downtown Toronto, I think more and more investors would turn to this asset class um, as part of their portfolio, as potentially all their portfolio moving forward now. Another big theme from the conference was just this uh, kept getting said over and over again is, you know, almost like apologize, apologetics for, for, uh, for, for landlords. It's like there's no such thing as passive income. There's no such thing as passive income. You know, we all have to work for it. We all have to, to, to deal with all these issues that we just talked about and, you know, fix those, you know, broken porches and all the other stuff like uh, you got to deal with all that stuff. It's just, there's no such thing as passive income. Well, I would say that's, that's definitely true. There's the passive income is a myth. Like there's, there's no passive income, true passive income. We just sit there and do nothing like, but condos, investing in condos for me, especially pre-construction condo investing, it's the closest thing you're going to get to passive investing when we're talking about direct 
ownership of real estate. So you can invest in real estate through indirect means, um, through REITs and other things, uh, you know, mortgage investments, stuff like that. You can sort of be in, invested in real estate completely, you know, passively, but you're not a direct owner of real estate. If you want to be a direct owner, which I believe you always should be a direct owner of real estate and control your own investments completely yourself. If you want to be a direct owner, uh, of real estate, then condo investing, specifically pre-construction condo investing is the closest thing you're going to get to passive investing. You can own, you can buy and own a condo for a decade and never have to lift a finger. Imagine trying to do that with any other property type. Own it for a decade and never have to lift a finger and never have massive property management bills who are doing all that work for you and charging a, a massive fee. No. Um, like think about it. You buy pre-construction. It's not built for four to five years. You literally just sign a contract and you sit back and do nothing. The property, if you bought smartly, appreciates massively by the time the thing is built. Uh, then it's built, you rent it out for say five to six years. That takes you to the decade mark. We're talking, that's a 10 year period that you've owned that asset in those five to six years of renting it. You've probably gone through any, anywhere from two to four tenants in that five year period. Um, what do you actually have to do in those five, five to six years? Like what, what could possibly go wrong if you screen your tenants properly, if you're getting the good tenants in place? which we also help you do um, if you're working with us. There's, you know, 90%, 95% of the time, there's nothing you're going to have to do. Worst case scenario for a lot of uh, condo investors, you know, an appliance might break. Oh, big deal. Whoop-de-doo. Uh, you, you pick up your phone, you open up the Jiffy app, you get the appliance guy in there, he fixes it, you pay the bill problem solved. If you know, if you can write a check, if you can uh, just throw some money on the table and make a problem go away, you don't have a problem, right? That That's, that's how it works. So um, that's the beauty of condo investing. That's the closest that we can get to passive income through condo investing. And that's how condo investing addresses the three biggest problems that most landlords face. But Condo investors, we usually and almost all the time don't face those same problems. So I hope you found this episode useful. Hope you got something out of it. If you did, go ahead and share this with somebody that you know. Um, if you are thinking about getting into condo investing, maybe you were at this conference uh, and you met me there or you heard about me there and this is the first episode that you're listening to. Hope you enjoyed it. And of course, if you want to reach me, you can always do so. Andrew at truecondos.com, 416 three seven one two three 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 is my direct number and i'd be happy to chat with you anytime about uh, helping you get your condo investment portfolio um, performing and performing at the best that it can do okay till next time happy investing thanks for listening to the true condos podcast remember your positive reviews make a big difference to the show to learn more about condo investing become a true condo subscriber by visiting truecondos.com